We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. What's going on, Packer fans? Welcome into another edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Fralick. Alongside me, once again, is Janelle Mackey. Janelle, we are in the postseason officially, and I guess not postseason, the off season. We are post postseason. Uh, Super Bowl is done. Chiefs won overtime. Fantastic, cool game, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, commercials didn't live up to the hype once again, but nonetheless, we are you know a full business weekend after the Super Bowl, and not a lot has happened cro- across most of the league. It's been pretty quiet, uh, needless to say. But truly, when we're getting into the off season here, a lot of things have been happening: more mock drafts, more NFL draft stuff, combine conversations happening sooner than later. And I'm excited to kind of just like talk about some stuff to recap the season. You had a great idea. Or we had talked about this a few weeks ago. You know, as you guys know, listening to this episode every Saturday, we do kind of the latest injury report. But Janelle had a great kind of idea that blended some of our ideas of, hey, let's do like a recap of the injury report. We know it was extremely long uh, every single week. You know, if you would hit single digit guys in the injury report, whether they're, you know, with a status or not on a Friday, that was pretty damn good. And we had, you know, we'd, we, we had weeks that were, you know, almost. 20s you know 15 18 19 is crazy so janelle welcome to the episode and let everyone know what we kind of got going on for today there's not a lot of ton of news but i think it's a good episode to recap where we're at injury wise as we head into the off season 
Yeah, so I know, yeah, quiet week, not much news to talk about. So I know, like Matt had said, we had previously talked about maybe doing a overall wrap-up of the injury report since that is our weekly assignment. Um, and I was just driving home from work, and I thought I'd put a fun twist on it because I know Matt and, you know, Eli, who's usually here, he's missing out on the fun, are some betting guys. They like to gamble about the over-unders. So what I did is I went through every week – and I wrote down every name who appeared on the injury report, either in regular season or postseason. Um, and I counted how many times their name appeared on the list. This does not count guys who went to IR. Um, this is strictly injury report every week. So um, we're just going to kind of play a little game and Matt is going to do his best. I'm going to give him an over under for each guy that I list and he's going to try and see how close he can get. Um, if he can get it right or not, you guys can play at home. Um, and then I'll give the actual number. So I was actually really surprised with some of these guys. Um, it's actually surprised, surprised in what sense that you thought they were on there longer or you thought they surprised had that like it feels like some of these guys spent the entire year okay. Okay. <laughs> on the injury report. So that's, you know, it's just kind of funny watching the numbers and, um, how many guys truly spent most of their their season. And that's not just missing games or anything. This is just guys who appeared on the injury report in some way, shape, or form. Um, so, yeah, Matt, whenever you are ready, what I'm going to do yeah. is I just kind of have my list, and I'm just going to kind of go down it. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to the order. It's just kind of how the chips fell. Um, so, yeah, whenever you are ready and – folks listening feel free yeah. to kind of play it yourself as we go along here but matt number Good. one on my list here as we're going to go down david bakhtiari over under five and a half see this is i'm glad you prefaced janelle you've done these enough on pack a day podcasts where you have to make sure the rules are correct and you did it you said specifically not including an ir so yep. I say that all to buy some time, and I don't know if that helped me at all because I don't – ah, man. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under five and a half. Under would be correct. David Bakhtiari was on the IR report four times Okay. before okay. being removed and just going to IR. And if my memory serves me correct, definitely played even less than four games this year, right? Like he didn't – was he on the field for – Yeah, I don't even know because he – He's since he's like the first one on my list, that means he was on IR week or on the injury report week one. So sure. um yeah, didn't really get and that's you know, he could have played, still been on the list, but yeah, he minimal, minimal time. So yes, four, so the under is correct. So now we move on to Romeo Dobbs. Ooh. We're gonna go three and a half mm. over under. I felt like Dobbs is one of the healthier receivers they had this year. Mm. I'm trying to remember if he missed time. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say less. That's correct. He was only on it three times. Okay. He was on it very early in the first couple weeks and then had like a random appearance later in the season, but only three total combined, which is surprising because okay. it felt like a lot of these receivers were on it quite frequently. And that's, and it's, that's exactly what I said. Like, it's like, I felt like so many of the guys and even like, you know, three is still 
you know, it's none, but in relative to, you know, a Watson or drawing a blank on someone else, maybe those banged up a lot. Mate Wicks, like, yes, there was a ton of guys, but I think it seemed like Dobbs, even though he was banged up his rookie season, stayed a little healthier this year. So I guess he got lucky. Yeah, good for him, you know, being one of the healthier wideouts out there. Mm-hmm. All right, Rashawn Gary, seven mm. and a half. Ooh. This seems like a well, – I want to get this wrong. I want to say less. Rashawn Gary was on the list nine times this uh, season. It was such it was such bait. I such bait. Seven and a half was so high that it's that's awesome. I did not know he was on that long. It is crazy to think about though, because I don't think he missed any time considering what he was coming back from. He was on the list a lot, but he was very healthy and active during the games. So okay. I think it was more of a precautionary type of listing, but he was on there quite that's frequently. Great. Okay. I like that. And then, kind of a a forget me not name here, Anthony Johnson Jr. Mm. Over under four and a half. I like that line by the Pack a Day Podcast Casino. Um, I'm gonna say over. He was only on there twice. Damn it! I didn't know if he got on. I know he started getting some more playing time, and I felt like when he was getting on the field, he was getting banged up. But okay. That's that's a player yeah. I'm excited to see what he does this next year and as and beyond and how they impact you know how his play this year impacts the draft or free agency. But okay, twice. All right, here we go. One of the big ones here. Okay, one of the big ones. Christian Watson. <laughs> We're gonna go sixteen and a half. <laughs> Over oh, under. Oh no! Stop. Sixteen and a half. Oh, that's 19 games they played. I have to go under. I have to go under. He was only on there 16 times. Holy shit. Tried to bait you. That's so many. 16 weeks Christian Watson was listed on the injury report. 17 regular season games. Two playoff games. That's 19. That's insane. Wow. That is crazy. Mm. So, yeah, when I was tallying his up, it was like, I swear, every week I was like, oh, there's Watson, add a check, here we go. (laughs) But, I mean, when he's out there, though, he's impactful. It's just he's a very unfortunate, like, very unlucky in his injuries. Sure. Unlucky is a word, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Dontavian Wicks, sticking with the wide receivers here. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to say five and a half. Mm, I'm saying more. I feel like he was banged up a lot this year. Think so? Yes. That's correct. He was on there seven times. He was kind of one of the first ones on there earlier this season. Mm -hmm. Got healthier. And then there was that stretch where it felt like every receiver was injured and he was kind of part of that mix. So Taven Wicks, seven times on this list. All right. Another big name here. Elton Jenkins, high roller. We're going to go hmm, 15 and a half. Dang. I was going to say over like instantly. The 15 and a half is tough. It's got to be under, but I know it's flirting with that because there were so many times he was on there. So under. He was on there 17 times. Wow. 
you know it's funny then too janelle it's like i'm a huge elton jenkins fan for a number of reasons um personally professionally like just his versatility is awesome and you think of that it's like the hate that christian watson gets and coming from me specifically i'll say like just for not being injured it's like hmm interesting like Elton was more banged up throughout the year. Maybe, maybe he played through more games being banged up on that list than Watson did. Um, albeit that position group will handle you know injuries different between a receiver and offensive lineman. But interesting. That's I like that. Okay. Yeah, it was uh he was definitely one of our high rollers here when I was going through the list. Another high roller early on here. We're gonna see a lot of the high rollers early because obviously I went through from week one. So um, guys who are on it longer, we're going to see him earlier in my little game here. Aaron Jones, 17 and a half. Mm, that's savage. I think he was on IR for part of the year. If I don't nah. was he on IR? No, he was just out once in a while. Damn. I'm going to say under. He was on there 18 times. Wow. Yeah. Man. He basically spent the entire season on the injury report in some capacity. And yet they're going to bring him back, quote unquote, as a, uh, you know, a lifetime Packer finishing his career <laughs> as a Packer. So it's, yeah, it's, that's great. But man, that's for a, tw- a what, 29 year, 29 year old running back right now, too. Yeah, so Aaron Jones 18 times this season on the injury report in some capacity, but he was still out there, still able to go out there and be an absolute game changer. So imagine a very healthy Aaron Jones, <laughs> what that could do. Um, moving on to our next guy, switching over to the defense. Looks like we've been on offense for almost the entire game so far. So defense, we're now on to Quay Walker. Quay Walker, we're going to go. Eight and a half. It's funny on some of these, it's like I we did this every week, mostly every week. And you forget. And you forget. Yeah. And it's like it's overshadowed by another player in that position being Devondre Campbell. Exactly. And I even remember Isaiah, Isaiah McDuffie's couple injuries, like even when they happened and like Quay, you kind of lose because he's impactful once in a while when he is there and he's not there. I'm going to say, what was the line? You said eight and a half, seven and a mm-hmm. half? Um, you said eight and a half. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. That would be smart because he was on there twelve times. Wow. Yeah, I did it, not expect that, that one. Kind of took me by surprise because it didn't feel like he was on there. Like I don't remember talking about him as much as he was actually on here throughout the season. And I think a lot of it was like, was it a shoulder, wrist, something like that some it wasn't anything like crazy like uh Devondre Campbell had or you know another maybe lower body injury that he had right it wasn't so it was always like a foregone conclusion too much from play exactly it was like we were like always like oh he's gonna be able to play through this so damn a lot of high right. teens here a lot of high teens we got we got a weird one coming up okay Daniel Whalen our beloved punter you know what's funny pulled out my phone today Apple Podcast app started playing. It was playing an episode from January 20th of ours, Janelle, I believe. Let me double check. January 20th, Packers Niners Divisional Round Preview. 
we mention I, me, or Eli mentioned Daniel Whelan not being at an injury report or another kicker on there. Really? So I'm go- <laughs> yes. And he might have been on there once. What's the line? I'm going to say two and a half. Shit. I'm saying under. He was on there three times. Damn it. He was on there well, twice early on, and then he had a very random, I think it was like the last week, like the divisional round, I think he okay. popped up on there. Okay, okay. Because did he, make sense. wasn't he like sick or something? So we're like, oh, yes. what do you do if you, yeah. So yeah. yeah, he ended up on there three times, which is, you know, for for a punter seems like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It actually does seem like a lot. All right. Because it's usually it's usually in like in one of those positions, like not not to cut you off, but like from a kicker or a punter, it's usually like one or the other. Either you're like you're healthy the whole year or you have some like nagging hamstring knee injury that's out for like a month, month and a half, or you just right. cut and they did, sign a new did guy. He, have, he had like a finger injury. He had Could've like been. a very obscure yeah. punter injury yes. <laughs> to his yes. finger. Yes. But um moving on, Lucas Van Ness. Hmm. He had that shoulder injury early on, putting the line at three and a half. Damn. I barely remember that shoulder injury. I'm just... Mm. Over. He was only on there one time. Dang. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. So our good old Hercules out there battling through that. I think it was a shoulder injury. Okay. And it, but it, since you compiled this, you at least have a more recency understanding. Like it was earlier in the year though. When you think that that one he had. Yeah. If I, remember, gosh, I, I'm trying to remember the game where he yeah, got hurt. Cool. It was super early. Um, okay. But thankfully he only missed, you know, I don't even, he didn't really you know miss much time due to it so that is you know good news for sure all right our good old zane anderson Hmm. (laughs) we're gonna say five and a half the ai created defensive back um can you really be injured if you don't exist (laughs) embrace debate in the comments uh i'm gonna go over that is correct because he was on there six times. Damn, okay. Which it felt like it honestly, thinking back, it felt like he was on there more, but just because he wasn't really 
like a playmaker kind of got overshadowed but nope only on there six times and he was always one of those tweener guys that were either getting activated or not i felt like at right. the end he was always be like that last guy in or last guy out and it's probably why it doesn't seem as like it was five because he probably didn't even get he wouldn't even been activated for the game whether or not he was healthy so um yeah yeah okay all right one of our other big hitters here is finally popping up on the list Jair Alexander. Oh boy. Who had just he had a very obscure year where it was like get over one injury, get another. He had just a very weird year. So we're putting the over under line at 16 and a half. An obscure year for an obscure human. Um I love Jair too. I'm going I'm going under smart he was on there 16 times damn which is still an unfortunate amount yes but yeah for for most of the season he was listed in some capacity I, which I you just, hate to see. go ahead like some of our biggest name guys here are the ones who spent majority of the year in some way shape or form on this list i i yes and it's I mean, like again, 14, 15, 16, 17, like 18. Like it's it's crazy. Just the last again, Jair, and I've said this before on Pack a Day. I just want to bring it up again. Like ever since that I was at the game when he hurt his shoulder versus the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Was that 20, 2021, 2022? Like I just feel like he's never been the same since then. And it's 2021, I think. And it's just it sucks. And he's so awesome and he's such a good player, but I just feel like he hasn't been the same since then, at least health wise. Um, confidence level is still there. I think he's still an absolute, you know, pit bull when it comes to like getting in the down the flats and making tackles. But man, it just seems like those days are far behind him. But I don't know. I, I still like the way he can bring when he's healthy, and it, it stinks. It's kind of like Aaron Jones with the offense. Like when they're out there, they're one of the best in the league. But they have to be out there to be exactly. productive. Yeah, and he he was unfortunately one of those guys on this list who actually did miss a good chunk of time due to his injuries. A lot of these guys, they were listed, but they were able to play, but Jair did miss some time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. All right. Another kind of, they're kind of coming pairs. It feels like the big ones. Um, Like you had prefaced earlier, Devondre Campbell. He, another guy who just kind of had a very unfortunate year, um, putting him at 10 and a half. Over. Over. Mm-hmm. You you were very confident with that, so, so you must confident. Think, I'm very curious how many weeks you think he spent on here, since you were so. Are you are you, do- are you do- you're dog walking me now? You're dog walking me to make just a bad take. Uh, I'm gonna say twelve. I mean, eleven. Okay, so, all right. I was really I mean, hoping you were gonna be like. Not only were you completely wrong, but it was six. Like. <laughs> No, you you are correct in the over there. Um, yeah, eleven weeks. Just he did he have a neck injury? If I'm yes. remembering correctly, yeah. yeah. So neck and I hate neck injuries just because they're so they're so scary and you have to be so careful with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what the future holds with him in this team, which is very unfortunate because when he when he was on, he was on. But yeah, I. We might have seen the last of him, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to 
Zach Tom, who I didn't even remember talking about him this year on our injury reports. Mm. I'm putting him at one and a half. Mm. I want to say it was like late fall, early winter when he was banged up. So to rotate that right side more. Um, one and a half. That's that's bait. <laughs> it is. You're trolling me. That is bait. I'm going over. Yeah, he'd be smart to do that. He's only on there three times, but okay. it seems like most of our offensive line is on this list at one point or another. Yeah, absolutely. It was a very it was a very carousel carousel year for our mm-hmm. offensive line. Definitely. In an unfortunate time when Stenovich has now been promoted. So it's like just, it was a mix for chaos on that line, unfortunately. Um, all right. Rudy Ford mm. kind of seemed like he might have popped up late. Like, I don't even remember him. I don't, I hardly remember his injury. It was towards the last month of the season because I remember it was always a conversation of who was our best. When Savage would be banged up, it was like, who's our safety rotation, blah, blah, blah. So I remember that a little bit, yeah. Right. Yeah, so we're going to put him at six and a half. That's a good line. I'm going under, though. He was on there eight times. Damn, he was more. I know. I it. That feels like too many. That feels like too many, but... I mean, yeah. yeah it's, he, the way, it's the way he plays, though, too. Like, he's very physical. He's going to go and fly around with kind of just, like, reckless abandonment sometimes. So he's going to get that. But yeah, eight times it seemed more than I thought, too. Yeah, that was that was kind of surprising to me. And then we move on to our good old kidney guy, Musgrave here, um, who's newly engaged. And congrats to him mm-hmm. and his now fiancé. Um, but, yeah, the guy who struggles to stay on his feet kidney injuries, all that. Um, we're going to say, uh, I'm going to put him at nine and a half. I wonder if Luke just, just like was like a, a bull in the China shop living at home back there at the Musgrave household. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go under. Yes. He's only on there seven times. Ooh. See, that's when I know if I was playing at home, listen to this, I would have definitely gone over just because it seemed like, Throughout the year, he will. I just wanted like, to go under on that one, but it's he was. It seemed like he was hurt all the time. Did he spend time on IR though? I think he did. You know, so what? that's where it, that's where it gets tricky. He's only on this list right. seven times, but because yep. of that kidney, I think he spent some time on IR, which mm-hmm. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to be out there practicing with an injury to his organ like that. Yep. Um, so yeah, that one. I was trying to see if maybe it could get a little tricky for you, but no, you did good on that one. You're doing pretty well, Matt. I must say. Okay. Okay. I was trying. Okay. I was trying to keep tally. I know I've forgotten to mark some of years. I feel like, but doing well so far. Okay. Um, so now you know we're actually recording this Valentine's Day week, so we're going to talk about Valentine here. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to give you a line of four and a half here. Valentine, not Valentine, <laughs> who also will be on this list at some point. Okay, the rookie. I want to say over. He was only on there twice. Okay, which is good considering is everything good. that was going on with our backfield, our DBs, and all of them. So um, nice that the rookie was able to stay a little bit healthier. So yeah, he only appeared on that list twice. Awesome. 
Yeah. And then uh, moving back to our offensive line here, John Runyon. Mm, I... He he was a weird one here. So I'm going to give you a line of, we'll say four and a half. Mm, yeah, this one, I, I one of the bigger coin flips. As confident as I was on the Devondre Candle, Campbell over ten and a half, this is, I'm going to say over. He was only on there three times. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, he he's not somebody that we really talk about a lot. So Mm-mm. it's like not a not a starter kind of guy, or maybe he had to be one week. You never know. Like kind yeah. of like a rotational guy. Um, yeah, relatively healthy throughout the year. And then someone who was not exactly as lucky in the health department, Eric Stokes who is appearing on this list later because he spent the, you know, first half of that season on IR. So his number gets a little funky here. So I'm going to set it at, we're going to go seven and a half. I was hoping you weren't going to say six and a half because I felt like that was more difficult. And then he was, remember, activated, played 14 snaps, 16 snaps of special teams, and then got hurt again to go back on IR. So... That it, that has to be an under. It has to be. What did I give you? Seven and a half? Yes. Yeah, he was on there six times. Yes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, all things considered. I felt so bad for him, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Just, just trying to get out there. You know, a young guy has dealt with a lot of injuries early on. And it's like, you just want to root for him. He's just, he always looks so happy when you're looking at him. And, yeah, just couldn't find a way. But, find you know. a way. And like a guy like Carrington Valentine, rookie, two times being banged up, you know, on this injury report, took advantage of opportunities then too. Like it's Eric Stoch is a great player, first round caliber player from what three years ago. But like Valentine comes in and just can end up playing when he needed to play on the other side of Jair. So it's just, you know, opportunities being you know occurring and hopefully with the health that can come in this offseason, they'll have a a few guys they can rotate around that defensive back area, but yeah, we'll see. So yeah, Stokes tough year for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And sticking with our DBs here, Darnell Savage appearing on this list. Um, we're going to put his line at eight and a half. Mm, I'm going to say under. He's on there 10 times. Man. Okay. Yeah. He, this, you know, it, I feel like Savage is somebody who's kind of always in the conversation because it's like, he was so good and then kind of fell off and it's like, you want the redemption arc and he's starting to kind of get there and make big plays and then he's getting hurt. And it's kind of like making it hard for him to make his case to solidify a roster spot for next season. So very unfortunate that, you know, he was a little bit banged up this year, but I do think that he was able to make plays in big moments. I do too. And like, you know, the injuries kind of set him back. I think just circumstantially, a lot of people were, against him going into the year but i feel like he did make a case to have a good opportunity to possibly come back with this team but we'll see i don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen but um he did i think he put his best foot forward if he could stay a little bit healthier a la this episode um it'd be different but i think going into the season we were all very skeptical and i think he did fairly well considering his counterparts back there too yeah all right we got some lower numbers coming up here more low than what we've uh had so some middle of the season guys so we got Devonte Wyatt. Mm. I'm putting yep. him at five and a half. 
I'm going to say under. He was on there four times, so under okay. is correct. Okay. Yeah, he, I don't even remember the injury that he sustained, but um, yeah, nonetheless, mm-hmm. only on there four times. And then we get into, we're going to talk about a couple more offensive linemen. Like we had mentioned, most of them were on this list at some point or another. Yash Nyman, who I feel like even when healthy, we really did not see as much of as we should have. I'm a big Yash fan, so definitely unfortunate, but we are going to put him at three and a half. Over. On a roll, he was on there five times. Okay. Yeah, kind of, you know, a little banged up, but yeah, I, I personally would have loved to have seen Yash on the line a little bit more, considering all the injuries that were happening in that room. Um, and then, you know, we're also going to talk about our center here, Josh Myers, who also appears on this list for a few weeks. So I'm putting him at three and a half. Hmm. I'm going over. I feel like Myers has been consistently injured. Yeah, only four times on this list. Okay. okay. So you are correct in the over, but he only appeared four times. I think it was more last season. Did he have the a finger injury or yeah, finger and a knee last season? So yeah. I don't know what it was this so season. Last but... year was a little bit more unfortunate for him. Um, this year a little bit better. Now we get to Preston Smith, who I really don't even remember him having an injury because it felt like he was one of the more consistent stars on this team who really did not miss any time. So Preston Smith, lower numbers here going, well, we'll do, we'll do two and a half. Ooh. I felt like he had a great season for the Packers. Really, really happy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over though. I feel like he probably just the position and age. Yep, he was on there four times, so nothing crazy. Yeah, just a very – he was, even though he's on this list four times, it felt like he was a very consistently healthy factor on that defense, which was huge, especially for such a young group, getting banged up, a lot of guys coming in. It just felt like a nice thing to have him be one of those, you know, consistent pieces, and he also did very well on top of that. Definitely. All right, another another huge key factor in our defensive line, Kenny Clark, who I really didn't even remember him sustaining too many injuries here. So um, I'm going to go four and a half. I know it's over because I remember Kenny getting banged up a lot, but still was playing most weeks. I'm saying over. Yeah, I tried try to get you to bite there, but yeah, he was on there five times. Um, okay. But yeah, Kenny Clark, I remember, I can't remember exactly what game it was, but I remember mm-hmm. him going down, and it yes. was like my heart stopped because it's like he is such a like sole piece of that defense. So when you, when someone like Kenny goes down, it's like the world stops. So mm-hmm. I want to see. I want to say it was around like Halloween, like early November, and I remember he yeah, like fell like into the. That into the backfield like kind of like just uh he fell into the backfield like of the offense like a yeah. sack of potatoes it was just like oh like it, it, this way he just went down you could tell there was no like real strength in the lower half it was like ah that didn't look good but. yeah that was definitely like a hold your breath hope he's mm-hmm. okay like we need him out there kind of moment so yeah on there five times and now we're gonna ca- talk about those young guys again 
instead of Valentine, Ballantine, um, another young guy trying to solidify his role here. I'm going to go three and a half. I'm going to say over. He was only on there one time. Mm, okay. So him and Valentine, 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 very low numbers here, which, you know, in a room that is so banged up was very important that they're healthy. So yeah, he only appeared on this list one time. And then next we got a forget me not name, Josiah DeGuara. <laughs> get lost in the mix of the new tight end hype. Josiah DeGuara was still a part of this team this year, um, but he did appear on our injury report a handful of times. So I'm giving him a four and a half line. I'm going to say under. Yeah, he was only on there three times. Yeah, I felt like he didn't play enough to get injured that much. Like Pretty honestly. much, yeah. Which, you know, considering the rotation of injuries of this tight end group, like, but there was, the room is just so young and fresh right now that there was a lot of different guys who could come in. And it's unfortunate because I feel like if you're Josiah DeGuar, you probably feel yourself kind of being halfway pushed out the door in a season like this when the young guys are coming in and they're getting more snaps, even if other guys are getting hurt. Other guys are stepping in. Um, so, yeah, Josiah DeGuara, very quiet year in all aspects of the game. Definitely. And then one of my personal favorites, A.J. Dillon, <laughs> is on this list as well. You know, he had some unfortunate injuries kind of later in the season here. So I'm putting him at a seven and a half. Hmm. And he never went on IR at the end of the year when he broke his thumb. And he also kind of had that neck injury. Did have that neck injury. I'm saying over. What did I say? Seven and a half? Yeah. Yeah. He was on there nine times. Okay. Which it felt high to me just because it felt like his injuries were so much later in the season than they actually might have been. And like I said, these could be random pop-up injuries to like random hamstrings. So... I think sometimes I forget maybe he was on there a little bit earlier before sustaining those more serious injuries that sidelined him towards the end of the season because he he didn't play um, in some of those later games. But I think he also just kind of had some other lingering injuries that put him on this list more than um, what his big injuries were. I agree. I think some of that was like I mentioned that towards the end of the year. I think some of that was like a business decision based off of him and the team just being like you know what like probably not going to bring you back let's preserve you and even just being like at that chiefs game and at that bears game on the side like well excuse me not the chiefs one because i was on the chief sideline like ends or excuse me behind the bench there mm -hmm. for the for the bears game though it was like he looked very just kind of just like disinterested kind of just upset and that's not normally his personality uh, yeah. so it just kind of seems like they're just like, you know what, let's just sit you down. Let's have you rest. And yeah, it is what it is, but yeah. Tough. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Cause you know, he is definitely a fan favorite here in just Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, I, I hope we didn't see the last of him, but I understand needing to kind of, you know, preserve him. And also just, again, those neck injuries, you know, he's a new dad. Like it's not worth, you know, going out there and playing with an injury like that, kind of risking, you know, your future health in that scenario. Um, 
All right, so we're moving back to the defense here. Keyshawn Nixon. Mm. Keyshawn Nixon. I know this is a this is a weird one, and I don't really know why it's weird to me, but it just feels weird because he I feel like he didn't do as many returns as we anticipated because mm. guys like Reed were getting more opportunities back there. Um, so we're putting his line at four and a half. Hmm. I'm gonna say under. He was on there six times. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't. I, I don't oh. remember. Like again, he could have had just like obscure hamstrings or mm -hmm. um, ankles. You know how those just kind of pop up. But I feel like he maybe wasn't as present as I thought that he was gonna be this season. Once sure. they figured out guys like Reed and their talents in those return games. But Nixon, you know, obviously went on to um, be a first-team All-Pro this year. So um, even though he was maybe sharing responsibilities, he's still very good at what he does. And um, injuries aside, went out there and did his job. And he, he's fun to watch. I just I love watching him run that ball back and um, also kind of being an impact on defense as well. Hell yeah. All right, so now kind of moving into, you know, I just kind of um, leaned into our next guy, Jaden Reed, another receiver who was on this list quite frequently, it seemed like. But he, Jaden Reed, very quickly won me over very early on in this season and then just continued to do so. So he is definitely one of my favorite younger guys right now. Um, sure. And I'm excited to kind of see him progress in that sense. But he did deal with some injuries as well so we're putting his line at um we're gonna go seven and a half um, i feel like he stayed fairly consistent this year but maybe i'm wrong um consistently healthy i'm gonna go under he's on there nine times damn okay yeah i know it seems, yeah seems like go a ahead. lot but i feel like a good chunk of our receivers spent some time on this list in some capacity. Um, yeah. I just feel like he was more healthy, but he also at the yeah. same point, like when he was out there was super productive and clearly did, you know, based off of the, the framing of this game is like definitely battled through injuries. Yeah. He definitely, you know, I could tell LaFleur was trying to use him as kind of like a, a playmaker with kind of, you know, some fancier, play schemes um that you know didn't always work just because the blocking is not there when you're trying to make a play behind the line of scrimmage but um yeah Jaden Reed had a big first year hopefully can stay healthy and you know have a have a huge second year as well um mm -hmm. now kind of kind of another name that you might have forgotten Robert Rochelle who seems like a fake name on this team um, just because he, he actually is a part of this team, <laughs> but he did appear on this list. It's kind of fun going through this list. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. I forgot yeah. about that guy. Um, so we're putting him at five and a half. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's gotta be under. There's no way it can't be over. No, you're right. It, it's three. Oh shit. That would be nuts. That would be crazy though. If it was over, like, Zane, Anders <laughs> Zane Anderson and Robert Rochelle walk into a bar. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if anybody in Green Bay would recognize them if they went out on the town. I would not. No. 
No, they're just just two dudes here just two on dudes. the team. Um, but then, you know, we're going to move on to a guy who is much more famous because of his wife, Simone Biles' husband, Jonathan Owens, um, did find himself on this list quite frequently, actually. Um, so I'm putting him at an eight and a half. Damn. I'm going to say over. I got you to bite. He was only on there seven times. All right. You did get me on that one. I... Which I don't really remember him being injured, per se. Um, like, it, it, I don't think he really missed any time. So maybe he was just kind of banged up a little bit because some of our other DBs were now hurt. And then he's coming in. And so it's it's probably easier to sustain those injuries when you're now um, having to be that guy. But um, I do think he had he had a very slow start, it felt like. But then he, around that Thanksgiving game, that's kind of what kind of flipped the switch in him. And I thought that he ended up finishing the year pretty well. Definitely. Yeah. He. I mean, you're right. Absolutely. That Thanksgiving game and beyond, he was definitely productive when he was out there. Yeah, I mean, all it took was a scoop and score to change, change your ways. <laughs> it really did. And then this one, this injury actually was a huge bummer for me when he did get hurt. Uh, Kingsley and Igbari, um, that one, it felt like he was really heating up and had a very late injury, um, missed some time, which I, I felt really bad for him because I felt like he was becoming a huge piece of that defense. And then it was a very unfortunately timed injury um late in the season needed him out there um so i'm putting him at four and a half yeah that that injury did suck <clears throat> yeah i, it, it I mean just, all, all injuries all injuries are bad all injuries suck but it's like that one just kind of like hurt differently yeah, young guy out there playing really well and then just to go down the way he did was hard to see and it's and it's who he's up against you know He's up against first-round picks, Vanessa, yeah. Gary. He's got Preston Smith, who's a vet that's having a good year. He's like he's that fourth rotational piece, and to get banged up after he's having a good year, it sucks. You said four and a half. I'm gonna go over. He's only on there four times. Okay. Yeah, but, but then I mean, he, but then he went on IR, of course. But yes, exactly. Like it's yeah. Regardless, it's yeah. I like that. Yeah, guy. very unfortunate. Hope he can come back and you know bounce back from it, have a good year next year. Um. TJ Slayton, who I feel like we really didn't talk about this year as much as maybe anticipated. Um, I'm putting him at five and a half. On an injury standpoint, yeah, we didn't talk about him, but overall, I feel like he had a damn good year. I was really impressed with him. Um, I feel like I feel like maybe he didn't get the credit he deserved. Like there's just like not yeah. a lot of people talking about him. For sure. Um so kind of had like a quiet, quiet good year. But was a little banged up throughout throughout the way. Sure. I'm gonna say under. That is correct. He was only on there five times. Sweet. Yeah, I feel like he would have like a big moment every once in a while, but otherwise he kind of stayed pretty quiet in his ways. At least maybe that's just my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I this one, when he popped up on the list, I was like, man, I don't even remember this guy. Um, like it very, like if you know how, like you play that game and it's, you're trying to name all 50 States and you always forget one. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's Luke, that's Luke Tenuta. <laughs> oh gosh. Luke Tenuta was like, on there a lot. What 
be smart with this line because this is this could be this could be gross. But I remember him being on there quite a bit at the end. Um, we're gonna go nine and a half. Ooh, that's that's good. Uh, was he on there that much though? I felt like he was on there at least like six or, or excuse me, like seven or eight times. Um, nine and a half. I'm going under. That's he was actually on there three times. No, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, he was only on there three times, very late in the season, because we're okay. nearing the end of my list here. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I don't know if he, he's not a guy who would have been on IR or anything like that. Not that um, I can think of, no. Yeah, I should have, I should have baited you a little bit better. I should have maybe gone like a eight and a half, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I got, I got excited to say a high number. Um, and then now we're moving into Emmanuel Wilson, who... I really liked Emmanuel. He won, you know, he was like the the preseason favorite. Yep. Um, have that breakout. And then he kind of sustained that injury. He was an IR guy. Um, I want to say it was his shoulder. Yes. Was his injury. Um, so that was very unfortunate, especially, you know, the whole running back room was banged up. So except for Patrick Taylor, I'm pretty sure who, you know, every week pull him from the practice squad, come on up because our running backs are injured. Um, so Emmanuel Wilson, I'm giving him a three and a half. Over. Over. Yeah. Yeah. He was only on there four times. I was trying to see if, you know, maybe I could get you to bite since he was on IR for a little bit. Um, but yeah, he was on four, four weeks. Um, after that because i think he got hurt pretty early in the season if i'm not mistaken he did did. absolutely yeah which was unfortunate um you know because like i said he had that huge outing in preseason um yeah i think that i think that good things are coming for him so hopefully he can stay healthy next year and um kind of make more of a statement especially considering um not entirely sure of the future of that backfield for the packers exactly and then we move on to caleb jones Caleb Jones, we're giving him a three and a half. I'm going to go over. Think so? Yes. He was only on there once. Damn it. Some of these guys you're you're a little too confident in. I am. I guess, like, I bet, I bet Jones wasn't active. Well, no, he would have been on the injury report yet. I just feel like he was banged up a lot more than that. But he didn't really do much, and he was, like, barely on the roster, so. Yeah. Your memory, maybe you're uh, thinking different things, but I mean, the other Jones was on here plenty, plenty enough Fair. for the both of them. Fair. Fair. <laughs> um, and then we get into Isaiah McDuffie, who kind of another guy who started heating up later in the season and then unfortunately got hurt. I wanted, did he have a concussion or? Yeah, I, I think so. I can't quite remember, um, but it was very. You know, kind of just another unfortunate, like, here's a young guy finally kind of starting to make his name and then gets hurt. Um, And you don't want to mess around with head injuries, of course. So we are giving him a three and a half. Hmm. Over? Over? Yes. He was on there three times. Okay. Three times. So, um... Yeah, I mean, just kind of hope that he's good to go next year. We have officially reached the last name on this very, very, very long list. Okay. Best for last, Sean Ryan. (laughs) 
Okay. Who was he? He was suspended, wasn't he? Am I thinking the right guy? He was. Yes. So his number could be a little obscure here. Um, oh. You know, when you're suspended, you're not playing, you're not getting hurt, like all that stuff. So I'm giving him a two and a half. Over. He was only on there one time. Damn it. Eli, see, the thing about Eli not being on this episode, if this was a game of, like, you know, you're getting chips at the end, you can bet as much as you want, he would have bet everything at the end, and he would have lost it all. I know he would. 1,000% Eli would have been like, on that On, on that one specifically. Like, on that one, one. Yeah, we had to end with a really weird, you know, we didn't really talk about Sean Ryan, obviously, because he didn't play. Yes. So, yes. Um, yes, that was our game. And if I counted correctly, throughout the entire season, there was 40 names. 40 different names on our injury report throughout the season. None of which were quarterbacks. Yeah, I I know. I know. That's like, that's what's really exciting is that Jordan Love, through all the chaos, was able to stay healthy and consistent. And that was really important for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. But just to know 40 different names and none of them were him. And, you know, the names around him, like, look at all the guys who are such key factors in this game. He's going out there as a first-year starter and still was able to do what he did when his supporting cast was all banged up, you know, hats off to him. So it oh, yeah. it would have been a lot shorter episode if we just talked about who wasn't ever on that this been, Yes, that would have been, it a, been about a two-minute episode. This episode yes. ended up being much longer than anticipated. Um, but, you know, it's still, I think... We, we still got to touch on most of the team because most of them were on this list at one point or another. Um, so hopefully if you played this game, you know, in your car on your way to work or avoiding things, um, hopefully you did better. I know it's, I think Matt probably went about 50%. I know uh -huh. I was pretty bad about tallying. Um, I did good in the beginning, the last half. I don't think I was, I might've hit 50% the last half of those. So yeah, no, yeah. you, I think, um, having Eli as competition would have upped your game a little bit. Um, Cause Eli, Eli, our, our gambling friend is he's nonsense. So who knows what you've been saying. His nonsense would have totally derailed any sort of sense I have. I guarantee yeah. he would have been, it would have thrown me off so bad. So I'm glad he wasn't here for this. You, you were able to think your own thought without oh. being, you know, <laughs> persuaded one way or another because of his chaos. So I know he's pretty bummed that he was not able to be here to play this game, but maybe down the road, I will put together another little gambling game for you guys um, to be able to play on our show here. But yeah, that is everybody who appeared at one point or another on the injury report from regular season and then the two postseason games as well. So a lot of guys, um, but even with all these names on the injury report, this team was able to overcome a lot of adversity um, through the injuries, through the youth, just all that good stuff. So it, you know, still a very, very successful season, in my opinion. And this is kind yeah. of, you know, how we get to wrap up talking about it, you know, our good old injury report. Um, but yeah, Matt, any final thoughts on that? No, it's like 40 players is crazy. Um it's, I think it's 
thera- I don't say therapeutic, but it's fun to go through and just kind of reflect on like who was banged up, who wasn't banged up, who was able to push through. And I think, yeah, 40 guys is a ton. Other teams probably were more injured or didn't get the injury bug as much, but it's kind of cool to look back. And like we said, both just about the quarterbacks not being as banged up. So we'll see what happens. Like I'm excited for the off season further. I feel like this is a good feels like at least for us, Janelle, whether anyone enjoyed this game or not, it was, I I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Like just testing my own knowledge and referring, referring back to like preseason till postseason and everything in between. Um, but well, that's kind of like the latest breakdown on the injury report. There's really not much else coming out. We won't hear much any injury-wise for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, the most impactful things we'll see coming up injury-related will probably be around like the combine. If anyone gets banged up at the combine, the pro days, et cetera, and how that impacts their draft stock. For any draft updates, any draft news related to the Packers, make sure you're following all of us on Pack-A-Day Podcast um, across all of our socials, whether it be at Pack-A-Day Podcast on the YouTube side, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We have a lot of content coming. Draft season is fully, fully almost here. Obviously, if you guys have already been following us on the YouTube side on Packaday Podcast, you know that Ross Uglum is putting out a daily episode over there in conjunction with our Packaday Podcast YouTube videos just about the, the the draft and different players. So that's been a super, super great way to kind of get ready for the draft as we are in early, early February. But um, again, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're listening, like Janelle said, if you're on, you're avoiding anything, procrastinating, you're driving your way to work, maybe you're out for a cigarette break, just, you know, take up the phone, subscribe, a vape break, whatever, subscribe to us, rate, review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, for myself, you can still find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M-A-T-T underscore F-R-A underscore. Janelle, let everyone know what you got going in this off season and where they can get in contact with you. Yeah, Matt, I know you and I are both spring sport coaches, so baseball and softball season just around the corner. So that is going to be kind of my next thing coming up here as football season ends, my softball season begins. It's a very nice little transition. So very excited for softball season to start. And then with softball season also comes closer, like nearing uh, playoff hockey. So I keep very busy early on here in um the dry months of football, just because I'm not as big a draft person. I'm very much, you know, I'm a homer. I love my Badgers. I love watching where they go. Um, But I am definitely not the draft mind that you want to pick when it comes to this. So I just like to sit back and whoever gets picked, you know, welcome to my little family here in Green Bay and um, just kind of take it for what it is. But yeah, other than that, you know, follow me on Twitter at Big Mac underscore four for any kind of little content I may put out. Um, yeah, definitely kind of getting into hockey season here. A lot of good stuff there. So um, thank you to everybody who chooses to stick around with me through all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's it's cool. And like, that is one thing I want to preface. I know this is, or not preface anymore, but one thing I want to say, I know this is a long episode and we thank you guys for listening. But as we get into the draft season, cool thing about Packaday is the people that are more passionate of the season or has different obligations during the spring. They kind of take their time a different route. And the people that are more passionate about the draft don't even really necessarily, I don't say they don't care about the regular season, but get way more amped up about the draft. They will join us. So people like Rob Rieger, people like I already said, Ross Uglum, a bunch of other people that come back to this show that maybe have been on here for years and years and years in a different rotation. Look for them too and support them through any way you can because they all put out great content and have a place with the Packers Fear, Packaday Podcast, whatever portion of it they want to be a part of. But you guys take care, be well, enjoy the weekend. I don't know what everyone's doing. Um, we got some NBA 
celebrity games going on, Janelle, all-star games, NBA all-star weekend, skills challenge, hockey, football, or excuse me, no football, hockey, other basketball. So we'll see what happens. But until next time, and as always, go Go Pack Go. Go.